0: Good afternoon, welcome back to another episode. This will be a continuation of the of the health um, podcast I did early, uh, yesterday. Um, your health is the most important thing in your life. Um, this one will be, um, I will name this one, Don't play Russian roulette with your guts or with your health. I'll say with your guts. Either, either way, um, that will be the title. Now, what do I mean by that? A lot of us, those of us so-called black, so-called Negro, so-called African, and when we come to the Western world, we play a lot of washing roulette with our guts. Primarily when we indulge in different culture and different foods, that's not part of our culture. Now, food is, is have a lot to do with nutrition, also with spirits. Um, a lot of us, we were not told that stuff, even if you study the Bible, um, not Exodus uh, what's that book but in the Bible the first five books uh, after Exodus uh, you can see that um, where the God told about the dieting dieting that's something that we should take very seriously especially people of color all people for that matter but primarily people of color because we are at the bottom of the tolling pole so we have to be mindful of what we're consuming that's why when you go to a restaurant, you're literally playing Russian roulette with your guts. Because those food is not part of your culture, especially in the Asian culture, Chinese culture, Korean, Japanese. Like me, I don't eat sushi uh, because it's raw fish. So I don't eat raw fish. I don't eat nothing raw. So therefore, you're going to get sick because the your body going to reject it because that's not part of your culture. And when you indulge in those foods, you're going to come to realize that you're going to be sick because primarily you didn't grow up in that culture. Now, there have been some black folks that grew up in Japan that were born in Japan and grew up in Japan, so their gut might be familiar with those foods. But if you grew up in the Caribbean islands, you grew up in South America or you grew up in, in Africa or you grew up in America your stomach is going to reject those foods whether well, it's Indian food which is you know that's a different connotation because you know you don't believe in Hindu and that that foods also have a spirit cont- uh, connotation to it it's not only um, nutritious but also have a spirit behind it that's why the more I study food the more I become aware of certain food really that are supposed to partake in even though a lot of us, we live in cities and neighborhoods that have those restaurants. I would advise you as a person of color not to partake. Because once you partake in those cultures and those foods, what you're going to come conf- find conf- out, you're going to find out, they are detrimental to your health. Because your body, the chemicals that's in those food, not the ten times your body will reject those chemicals and make you sick. So I would advise you not. To partake in those food. Now you know America is known for fast food. Whether we talk about McDonald's, Burger King, KFC, Arby's, Pizza Pizza Hut, Domino's, the list goes on and on and on and on. There's a lot of there's a plethora of fast food in America. One can argue, but when we that's why I'm very adamant about us cooking our own food because when you're cooking your own food you know what's in the food you know how the food is prepared and you can really have a great dinner without you know second guessing yourself where the food came from now we have to understand that there are a lot of GMOs um, in our food that's genetically modified seed um, organism. So those GMOs. Uh, if you look, if you study Monsanto's, they own a lot of seeds. 95% of those seeds are, have GMOs. Whether well, it's a corn, apple, potato, you know, watermelon, you name it, they have GMOs. That being said, you have to study foods, different type of food, different type of fruits and, and, and seeds. Now, you don't have to be an expert, but you have to study it for your own well-being because you know lack of knowledge can get you in a lot of, of trouble. So you have to study foods in your body, how your body reacts to certain chemicals and certain food. And that's why a lot of us, we get sick a lot because primarily we, we eat eating the wrong diet and we're eating food from people that don't like us. Here's the thing. Those of us who have Chinese restaurants, Japanese restaurant Korean restaurant even some Hispanic restaurant Hispanic the food is very similar to our food so I'll exclude them out of it East Indian restaurant now those food came from a different culture with a different spirit so when you partake in those food what you're gonna find out they are detrimental to your health now with the Chinese and the Korean is Japanese like I told you those people eat shark meat snails, snakes, crickets, dogs, for some Chinese, you know, there's a lot of things that they consume. You cannot partake in it. Once you partake in it, you will be sick. That's a guarantee. You will get sick. There's no but if about it. You will get sick if you partake in those foods. A lot of us, because because the way we was brought up as children and because the way we was educated in school, there's a lot of misinformation they are giving us that's incorrect. So you have to go research for yourself and show and prove because this is your health you're dealing with. You know, whenever we go out there eating those restaurants, the cooks, are you know, they, they're not clean as you hope them to be. As you, know, as you like them to be, they're not clean, they don't wash their hands, they go to the restroom, they touch your food, they drop your food on the floor. And the waiters do the same things. I'm not saying, all. let me be objective here. I'm not saying all waiters and waitresses are dirty. I'm not saying all cooks are dirty. What I'm saying, we're going by the law of average here. Most of those people are dirty. They have dirty habits, they have bad habits. So which mean they're gonna be, come in contact with your food and then once you consume that food, you're gonna get sick. That's why you go to a restaurant, next thing you know, you have a stomach virus. Say, where did I get the stomach virus? And come when you go to the doctor, the doctor say, what did you eat the night before, the night? You know, the week before. And then you're gonna reflect. you say, oh, I ate McDonald's, I ate um, KFC. The doctor say, yeah, those food, that's where you get the stomach virus from. So it happened to us. You have known people in your family that have stomach viruses to eating fast food in other restaurants. It doesn't happen in fast food, it happened in restaurants. Um, but that's why I'm very adamant about us cooking our food and preparing, and that's why, particularly the women, we have to teach our daughters how to cook. A lot of those women out there looking for a husband, you know who you are, if the should fit, wear the damn shoes. I'm not saying all women cannot cook. All black women cannot cook, that's why all black Americans in particular cannot cook. What I'm saying is, we're going by the law of average, most of you guys cannot cook a damn thing. So it is bad for your husband and your children, especially those of us who are single. So if you have children, you have to feed the children proper foods. Now, you have to be disciplined how you eat. You can't eat all day long, every day. You cannot do that. You have to fast. You have to break the fast, which means when you wake up in the morning, don't go to the kitchen or to the restaurant to IHOP, eat a ton of pancakes, drink a ton of soda, or a ton of coffee, or eat a whole bunch of eggs. Your body's still in recovering more. I emphasized it in my last podcast. When you woke up in the morning, your body's still in recovering mode. I repeat, your body's still in recovering mode. Your cells, your everything, your your muscles fiber is still recovering from, you know, when you sleep, your body's in recovering mode. So when you get up, you're not supposed to go eat a whole bunch of food. And you should not consume more than 2,500 calories per day. I repeat, you should not consume more than 25 calories per day. Most of us are consuming 4,000, 5,000, even 7,000 calories per day. Then you expect to be sexy and good looking. That's not going to happen. Are you delusional? That's not going to happen. No way, Jose. That's not going to happen if that's how you eat it. Now you can say, oh my, uh, I have, you know, gene, you know, it's my genetic structure. Yeah, Negro, please. Yeah, obesity is your dieting, okay? Your, like I said before, your dieting is what you consume every single day, seven days a week, okay? is what you consume every day. If you're consuming McDonald's, Burger King, KFC every day, hey, that's what that's your dieting. If you're eating fruits, vegetables, drinking milkshake, or you're drinking um, smoothies, that's your diet. Or if you're eating salad every day, that's your diet. Or if you're eating seafood, now let me emphasize on seafood. I know Negroes, Americans, love seafood. <laughs> people, Black people, by and large, love seafood, especially those of us who live in the Caribbean islands and um, in South America, in Africa too, in some part. We love seafood. Now, let me explain. Lobsters, oysters, crawfish, crabs, oy- those foods, I know they, are del- they have become the staple of our life we eat them a lot, especially in restaurants, especially high-end restaurant, They always give you, you know, oysters, catfish, and then catfish, they high in mercury. You have to be aware of that. Catfish are very high in mercury. That's why they're not good for you to eat. Those of us who are vegan, tofu is high in soy. Soy is no good for your body. Soy is not made for consumption. Okay, they make paint out of soybeans, so you cannot eat soy. Because when you eat tofu, that soy you eat it. Soy is not made for consumption. I repeat, soy is not soybean is not made for consumption. So tofu is made out of out of, of soybean, so you should not consume soybeans. It's not made for consumption. Catfish, bottom feeders, um, lobsters, bottom feeders, shrimp. Oh, we love some shrimp now. We love it. Fried stew, it doesn't matter. We love French uh, shrimp. Same crawfish. Those of us who live in New Orleans, in the dirty south, you guys love crawfish. Those are bottom feeders. They eat dead animals and dead people. I know it's disgusting, but we got to keep it 1,000 here. You should not consume those food. Even in the Bible, like I stated earlier, is in your Bible, there's a diet. Anything that have scales on it, don't eat it. Okay, anything that don't eat herbs, don't eat it. You're not supposed to eat monkey meat, shark meat. Those of us who live in Africa, in Asia, snails, snakes. You're not supposed to eat those food. They will make you sick, Is a guarantee. It will make you sick. You are playing Russian roulette with your guts, with your health, when you partake in those foods. That's why we rank number one in heart disease, uh, diabetes, you know, so on and so forth. High blood pressure because we another thing we drink too. We drink a lot of soda, milk, cheese. Those things we're not supposed to consume. You know what cheese does to your body? It produces mucus. Cheese and milk, eggs, they produce mucus in the body. High mu- high content of mucus, they produce a lot of mucus in your body. Cheese, milk. Okay those ice cream made out of milk you milk unless you're drinking almond milk but if you're drinking milk drink almond milk don't drink pasteurized milk pasteurized milk is detrimental to your health I know that's not what the pyramid said it's good for your health it does your body good no Negro it destroys your body okay the milk doesn't make your body good milk produces a lot of mucus in your body if you think I'm lying Go look it up and come back to me. Matter of fact, I put a million dollars on it if you want to bet some money on it. Milk, eggs, and cheese and other grains produce mucus in your body. I think wheat, I'm not, I think, I'm not, if I'm not mistaken, wheat also produce uh, mucus in your body. So that's why you have to fast, you have to cleanse. A lot of us, we don't cleanse. Myself included at times. time. But what I do is I cook my own food I drink a lot of water and I exercise. Most of you people, uh, most of us don't exercise. A lot of us work in a cubicle all day, you are in front of a computer 24 hours a day. Some of us, not 24 hours, 12 hours a day, 16 hours a day, in front of a monitor, and you barely get your seat until lunch break. You have to be disciplined. You have to make time for yourself. Like I say, your health is the most important thing in this world beside God, the Creator the God there's a lot of mini gods but the God the creator of the universe your health is the most is the greatest gift of all it's the greatest gift God gives to you your health so you have to maintain it you have to take care of it it's not your doctor your therapist mm -mm, it's your responsibility not your doctor or your therapist it's your your mental health also included because we don't talk about mental health Mental health a lot of people a lot of us we, due to slavery we went through this cycle of abuse. So it still passed on from generation to next generation. So you have to take your mental wealth. Your, your mental health. You have to take a break from people. A lot of us we love people. I love people too, but you need time for yourself. Whether you're single or you're married, it doesn't matter. You need time for yourself and you have must make time for yourself or you go into that overload and you have a, me- a mental breakdown. That being said, we, as people of color, Negro American, African American, whatever you want to call it, we play and roulette with our guts when we go to those restaurants. And a lot of those people, let me be clear on that. A lot of those ethnic groups that you partake in their restaurant, they don't like you. First, they give you bad customer service, and they give you bad food. They don't do that to the European on average, but on average, they do that to us. They give you bad customer service and bad food. That's why I don't part- I don't patronize their stores. I don't patronize their restaurant, especially Chinese and Korean and East Indian. Uh, I'll focus mostly on Chinese and, and, Kore- and Korean. Some Japanese are like that too. Um, when you go to their store, I think the Japanese are more respectable Because that's the the culture, they're more respectable, excuse me, they're more respectable when they're dealing with you because they have a custom. Chinese and Korean, they're very rude uh, on average, especially when they're dealing with people of color. So they think you're going to rob their store, whatever it is. Um, That's their attitude and their mindset when you enter their store, whether you enter their, their nail salon, their hair store, or their restaurant. That's why I tell Negro America, you should not patronize those stores. Because they don't like you. They will call the cop on you in a drop of a hat. So you have to be mindful of those things. So you should not patronize those stores. They don't like your children. They don't like you. So we, when it comes to our health, because we ranked number one in every disease in America. It was never like that when the European got here. We were the most, we were the, at one time we were the most healthier people on the planet you can go look it up at one time we were the most healthy people on the planet now we are at the the bottom of the tolling pole so where that came from is the european diet and plus we partake in different people's food different ethnicities we partake in their food now i don't mind you trying some stuff out if you're curious but i would advise you not to partake in other people's food and that's why we all of us getting sick a lot of time because we partake in different restaurants, different foods, because we have a variety, a variety of foods. A variety can be bad for you at times if you're not disciplined. You must be disciplined when it comes to your food. You cannot eat every day. I know you got the munchies sometimes, you wanna eat different snacks. You have to discipline yourself. Soda, I repeat, soda you should take stay away from it completely. Now coffee now, like I said, it depends how you were brought up. If you grew up on coffee, you can drink coffee, but you have to drink water to neutralize the uh, caffeine in your bloodstream. Because coffee had been around for thousands and thousands of years, and those who are European was not around in those days. So now they're telling you don't drink coffee. Negro, please, is how you drink coffee and tea. Tea had been around for thousands of years, whether you're talking about Asia, Africa, South America, tea have been around for a thousand and thousands of years so don't listen to those european pundits on tv telling you don't drink tea don't do this don't do that because their diet that they give us is is not good for us it's not good for our health the european diet is detrimental to our health it is deadly to our health you should not partake in it the whole you should not be having breakfast in the morning you know break you know breakfast get rid of that nonsense because the best time is to eat is at noon is the best time because the sun is at its highest peak in your body at its highest peak during the day so your body is able to break down those nutrient in the food during that time because the sun is so high in the sky and your body is at its highest peak during the day by 12 2 o'clock in the morning uh, in the afternoon then your body go to um uh, that's that down mode and uh, after sunset get ready to sleep but you have to know that you have to know what time to eat what kind of food to eat because we eat so many food on a daily basis that's really detrimental to our health and that's why we are so sick and those pharmaceutical company let me newsflash they don't care about you all they care about is your money your insurance same thing goes for your doctor. Now, I'm not saying all doctors are like that, but we're just going by a love average. And once they, when you go to the office, to the office, what they ask you, you go to the hospital, what do they ask you, the, the receptionist, what do they usually ask you? Do you have insurance? So that just shows you that they don't care about you, they care about your money. So is it, your, your responsibility to take care of your health, not your therapist, not your doctor's responsibility. Is your responsibility. That being said, do, do not play wa- uh, a washing roulette with your guts or your health. Uh, be wary, be careful where you go to eat. And I would advise you, cook your own food. If you do those things, you will save yourself a lot of headache. That doesn't mean that you'll be completely free. You will never get sick. You will get sick, but your body will recover much faster if you do those things, like I told you in this podcast. Uh, This is just my perspective. You can agree or disagree. That's your prerogative. I get it. But we need to cook our own food, and we need to teach our daughters how to cook our son, how to cook, especially our daughters, because they're going to have children to take care of when they become adults. So that's all I got to say about this. Don't play washing with your guts. One love. Thank you for tuning in. Take care. hi good afternoon welcome back to another episode this is john rosenberg live from jacksonville thank you for tuning into this podcast i really appreciate it uh today we're going to talk about Tariq nasheed um a youtuber a documentary guy i follow him on instagram and twitter um you know about Tariq nasheed Sometimes he will be on big uh, he have his own um youtube channels on youtube um he's from california um I know as of late he has been promoting um, his documentary um, Hidden Colors Part 5 he's been all around the country and he just posted a video a few hours ago Um, the UK government has banned him from entering the country and this is what I this is what I've been telling you guys for a long time we as black people especially in the Americas and the Caribbean we have to have one code of conduct because whenever you speak truth to power those are the things that those are the um, holes, the people you might come to because they're always monitoring us, watching us wherever we go, whatever we may do, you are being monitored 24/7. And you have to be aware of that whether you don't you don't see nobody's been following you. With technology you don't have to nobody have to be following you to be monetized. So that being said, that brother was banned by the UK government from entering England to promote his documentary, Hidden Colors Part 5. So, the brother, he's a brother who who do everything by the books. He's not perfect, by the way, but, you know, he's out there educating people and our people about the history of America, the history of the world pertaining to black people. Now, he has been banned from a country that have a lot of black people in it, um, like UK, Um you see, racism, like I told you guys before, is a global phenomenon. I'll repeat, racism is a global phenomenon. It's group economics. That's why we as Negroes, American, and Caribbean American, like myself, we need to come together as one block. So that way those things don't happen to us. Other ethnicities are doing it, like Chinese, Korean, Japanese, East Indian... The, Arab, the so-called Arabs, because Arabs, Arabic is a language, by the way, not a race. So that being said, they are doing those things to empower their people. We, as a people, that have all the know-how and all the expertise to be the greatest of the greatest in humankind, we have the potential to outdo any ethnicities, and they know that, because that's why they keep us divided, you know, divided and conquered. So what I'm saying is that Tariq Nash is a good brother. I follow him. Now you may not agree with everything he said, some other thing he might say on his uh, Facebook page or YouTube channels. You may disagree or agree with it. But when it comes about empowering the people, he's spot on. He, he you know, he might goof around, you know, calling, you know, moist uh, you know, bakooning, you talk about cooning, bug dancing, which is true, a lot of those Leaders we have here in America, they, they are cooning, they're bug dancing. So he also about those things in white supremacy, white nationalists. So Tarikna, she's a good brother. I don't know him personally, but I've been relation, uh, watching this show for over a year, two years, almost two years now. And the brother have a lot. He have helped the community a lot, whether you agree or disagree. When it comes to enlighten the people about the history, which I do in my in my channel, I'm here to spark the interest to make you think about your situation. I may mean, not have as much follower as him. I don't focus on that. I'm just here to spread the message. Now you're not gonna agree with me all the time. You you, you might disagree with me on certain topic or subject matter. But one thing you will say, I have, the, I have my people' better, best interest at heart. That's one thing. You, say. you cannot tell me I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a I'm a man that like to cool around. I'm not into that political correctness thing. That's why I do this podcast to express my perspective on different topic, on different subject matter. That being said, and, and that's how we should be as a people. We should be able to express ourselves. You know, don't care about white people's feelings. Because white people, when they express their feeling, they don't care about our feelings. They express how they feel. So you have to be able, and on, and intellectually, you have to be able to express yourself without being coonering around and bug dancing around, like uh, your boy, what's his name, um, Walling Mountain. So there's a lot, of, like, you know, what's his name, Curry Booker, Street Booker. So those guys, they like to buck around, bug dancing. around. When it comes to reparation, that's another thing me and him agree on. But reparation is due to Negro American. Like I said in my last podcast, every every ethnicity in this country have received Reparation started with the so-called Jews, the Japanese, the Korean, and they, they recently, as of late, the Filipinos. They have received reparation from the Obama administration. That's why I tell. I will do a podcast on Obama. I need to, I'm gonna get more in depth about his administration. I'm gonna I'm, I'm bring out executive orders that to start sh, to show proof that he didn't do nothing for the black community collectively. He only do stuff for white women, gays, and immigrants. Now, he all if you listen to Tariq Nasheed, he's very adamant about the immigration. He, he likes to use that term, hold your own nuts. It's time to let other initially hold their own nuts. Why do he mean by that? Because when we're being shot by the police, when we're being beat down by the police, whether it's our women, our children, our fathers, our uncles, our sons, these Hispanic they, they sit in the back seat They don't give a damn But when it comes to immigration They want us to come out by the millions To support them Now, what's happening in the border It's been happening It happened during Obama administration Since Obama had a high popular rating The media didn't really address it Trump wasn't in in doing it Obama did worse than Trump Now, I don't condone the way they've been treated In the border, those Mexicans By the same time where are the Mexican or the Cubans or, or whatever, the uh, other ethnicities or the Chinese or East Indian, where are they when are you, when you're being killed you know, in the street like dogs, when you're getting beat up by the cops? Where are they coming out to protest against police brutality, social injustice? Where are they? Do they come out and protest? No, they don't. They sit back. Meanwhile, they're making millions out of the black community on a weekly basis, on a monthly basis. So that's why we need to get rid of them, ASAP. Now Tariq Nasheed, you guys know him. He's very prominent on Facebook and YouTube and Instagram and Twitter. He's very prominent. He has a large following. And I like the brother. You know, I like I really like his stance when it comes to reparation, social injustice, white supremacy. I like his I love his stance where he stood at. But here's a brother and remember he had told us that they had broken into his house or the cops, they called the cops. Him. One of his neighbors um, said it, it, it was a terrorist and the cops came with the helicopter and they had to evacuate the house because somebody made a call. So those are the things that we are facing as black people in this country. We are constantly being monetized, whether you're at the grocery store shopping or you're at the department store, whether you, you live in a nice upper upscale neighborhood. You've been monetized, and those are the things we have to be aware of when we're out and about. And those are the things we have to teach our children when they're out and about. You have to tell your children you've been monetized everywhere you go, whether you see it or not. You have to be aware of that. I'm not saying don't, you know, don't, don't do, don't go about your life, but you have to be aware of your surrounding. And that's why we don't teach our children. We we think like you know. They, we think everything is, you know, cookies and cream. Everything is lovely out there. But our children must know those facts when they go out there so they will not be tricked or bamboozled by other ethnicities like Chinese, Korean, East Indian. You have to let them, those people don't like you. When you go to the store, don't try to take anything. Don't open anything until you check out. Because the minute you open it, they're going to take you stealing it. So to avoid all that stuff, you know, open it after you check out. So those are the things you have to teach our children when they go out when they deal with other ethnicity, other people, and they have to be respectful. Um, Police brutality is part of the white supremacists. A lot of those white supremacists they join the the police force because they allowed them. Me as a police, if I was a police officer, I would not allow any white supremacists to join the force because I know their heart is in the right place. And we should be able to police our own neighborhood. That's what I told you guys before. Black people, by and large, need to police their own community. We should not let any outsider come into our community to police us because they don't know our culture, they don't know our way of life. So that's why that's like a washing roulette. And that's like deadly. You know, it's like mixing, you know, um, gas with oil. It's not good. So you have to be careful. When you invite other people into your community that, that don't look like you, who don't have the same experience as you, it's going to cause havoc on your people. So they will never take a black person to, to police an upscale white neighborhood or upscale Jewish neighborhood. They're not going to do that because they know that he have a different experience than those people. So why we, ha- we have to submit to those things where we have to allow somebody from the suburb to come to our neighborhood who don't don't even like us who hate our guts, who always feel threatened by us, to police us on a daily basis. That's not good. And we need to address it with our city, with the mayor of the city, with the police chief, and with the governor. If that doesn't work, take it to the federal government. We need to address that. Now back to Tariq Nasheed, the brother had been banned from U- from entering the UK because he was, he was going there to promote um, his documentary, Hidden Color, Part Five, and those are the things that those of us who are very political, when we speak truth to power, those are other things we're going to be subjective, uh, subject to. You're going to be monetized 24/7 wherever you go, and in most, in some cases, your life might be in danger in some in some places. So you have to be aware of that, and you have to live with that. If MLK spoke about it. Um, Malcolm X spoke about those things. There's agents everywhere. There's agents at your job. There's agents at your job. There's agents in your community. There's agents at the grocery store looking at you. They are everywhere. Whether you're aware of it or not, There's they are agents everywhere you go. So you have to be mindful of that. So you won't get tricked or bamboozled out there. So, turning the sheet, I hope everything works out for him. Um, the doc, the documentary. I haven't watched it yet. Um, I know he was in um, Atlanta. He just came from, I think, uh, I think Atlanta, because he was in LA. That's where he debuted the first. The first um, uh, screening, he did one in Atlanta. I think he did one in Tennessee, if I'm not mistaken, Nashville, Tennessee. Then he was on his way to London to promote the documentary. I've seen the other one. They're very good. They're very nice uh, documentary. Very insightful. There's a lot of information about the history of America and the history of the world. Some other stuff I already know. Some other information I did not know. So I will advise you guys to go check out the documentary, Hidden Colors Part 5. And the other one, the previous one, 1-4. to 4. Uh, It's very enlightening and you'll learn a lot from those, those documentaries by and large. So that being said, uh, Tariq Nashi is a good brother. I don't know him personally. I've been watching his um, segment on YouTube or on Facebook, on, a, on a Instagram. Uh, the brother always uh, speaks truth to power. Now, you may not agree with everything that he st- uh, said on his podcast or on his show, but nonetheless, he's a good brother who means well for the people, who's about the people. He's not, he's not out there cooling around or bug dancing, so that's why I like him. Um, like I say, you may not agree with everything he said. But by the end of the day, he have the best black people, best interests at heart. I don't want to talk about his pimp out book back in early 2000 when he was how to, to be a Mac. That was his past. I want to talk about the present now. So that being said, shout out to Turkey Nasheed, the Sheeds. Brother, stay, stay strong. we behind you 100%. This is John Rosenberg live from Jacksonville. One love. Take care.